All right, everyone, this is the roadmap. We're back. It's Tuesday. Hopefully everyone had a good long holiday weekend. I'm seeing a lot of people here in the chat, including some people who might have some uh, super stickers and emojis here. Benzinga actually just launched our subscription service on YouTube for $3.99 a month. You can get those custom emojis and be one of our uh, star supporters. And who knows, there may even be some emojis coming soon with maybe my face and or Brian's face. So you definitely would want to sign up so you can get those and use those in the chat while we're talking, because what better than to show off those wonderful faces. I want to give a big shout out to today's sponsor, FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer to use the FTX US trading platform, and it offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. You can find out more by clicking the link in the description of the video below or in the chat right now. So if you have not signed up for an FTX account, the information is all right there. And again, shout out to FTX for sponsoring today's episode. I want to go ahead and bring on my co-host, Ben own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, buddy? <clears throat> oh, uh, pretty good now. After we got those... Uh... <laughs> technical issues out of the way we're, we're ready to rock and roll technical issues it feels like a monday brian it's not it's <laughs> tuesday but i'm pretty much thinking it's monday all day so uh-huh. uh I, I would expect technical issues and more issues to come but uh yeah we we got some stuff to talk about right we got a lot of nft news uh some events that happened over the weekend and then we did get the big news that uh you know our friends ftx are launching a new gaming division we'll get into that And we thought that since we're going to talk about NFT games, maybe we should take a look at five play-to-earn NFT games that should be on your radar for our viewers and our listeners. Uh, What do you think of that, Brian? I love it. Want some more of it. Definitely. All right. Well, let's dive in um, to the news flow here. So it's Tuesday, aka Monday or Tuesday. One of the things we always like to start the week with is kind of a look back, right? So let's look at the top 10 NFTs by sales volume of last week. And topping this the list was was Azuki, 33.7 million, up 47%. NFT Worlds, 27.1 million, up 171%. This is similar to Decentraland and the Sandbox, a metaverse play, a virtual world. We also saw MFers up. 48.6%. We had Eden Horde, Krabata, Axie Infinity, Tasty Bones, Board Ape Yacht Club, Three Landers, and Clone X rounding out the list. Uh, just to highlight a couple, Azuki has a floor price of 12.49. NFT Worlds, that's a collection of 10,000, um, 17.49 ETH. And then MFers, 4.59. I mean, I remember when that thing was trading at a floor of 0.2. It has risen significantly. People are using this as their profile picture. It's almost the new CryptoPunk, um, you know, style. A lot of people in it. And then, of course, some new ones. Eden Horde, Tasty Bones. But then we also saw, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club, Clonex, and Axie. 
remaining in the top 10. And then Krabata, which we're going to talk about later on, the play-to-earn NFT game on the Avalanche blockchain. Brian, showing some strength being in the top 10 for two straight weeks. I mean, we don't often see Avalanche projects in the top 10, and now we have one that's been there two weeks. Uh, What catches your eye and stands out to you, top 10 list this week? Um, I like what you just said about how uh, Avalanche is now uh, the second week in a row that they're on the top 10. That's just that's a lot of good news for Avalanche. It kind of shows a little sustainability and like a little good inkling that we'll have more to come. Um, I like that the MFers is top three and because um, that that project's a little it's fun. It's interesting. And there's there's like some secret hidden stuff in there that if you're a part of the community, you kind of know about. I don't know a lot of deep dive into it, but I've seen a lot of talk on Twitter and I just like that project just because it's kind of fun and vulgar and, and I don't know, it just makes me smile. So if that's good enough for me being on the top 10, I'll take it. That but sounds definitely like that good AVEX uh, game and blockchain uh, project that's on there. I think that's the most interesting aspect of it all. Yeah, you know, we, we talk about the top 10. The other thing, Brian, I'd know is, so out of these 10, five appeared on last week's list and five were new, um, either a return or brand new to this top 10 list. So it's kind of nice. We got to change the pace here. Um, NFT Worlds, I mean, Brian, we've been talking a lot about Decentraland and the Sandbox. Those are the two big plays, right, on the Metaverse, NFTs. Um, NFT Worlds, though, starting to show some strength, almost yeah. as like a, a a former third wheel that could be, you know, a triple threat here. Um, I know a high lot of floor price too. Very high floor price now, seventeen point four nine. Last I looked, I haven't looked today. Um, but the one thing I know is uh, Crypto Dad. Oh, fifteen eight now at, at the time of this episode. Crypto Dads, which I own, you know, some NFTs of and Crypto Moms, they have land in NFT worlds and they're going to launch their own universe there. And along with that, you'll be able to, uh, you know, participate and maybe earn some of the world token just for playing some games. So NFT worlds, I like what it offers because it's all about, you know, connecting your project to your community and, and you can kind of essentially build your own world. It's also compatible with Minecraft, which is, I mean, obviously one of the, the bigger games out there. Yeah, there you see Crypto Dads right there. Um, and I hadn't looked at what the, the world token was at. Um, but my guess is that, you know, maybe that one could see some uh, some volume here as this project grows. So uh, not financial advice, but I would definitely... Uh, keep that one on radar and i mean brian i'm excited to explore nft worlds you know just like looking at the sandbox and decentraland Mm -hmm. all right well moving on from the top 10 we did get big news out on thursday and it's been that long since we last talked to all our listeners and viewers here world of women which is a project we've talked about several times So Reese Witherspoon features a world of women as her profile picture on Twitter, and she's taking it a step further. Her Hello Sunshine, which is a production company, signed a storytelling partnership with World of Women. So they are going to build out a character universe that includes films, scripted and unscripted television shows based on World of Women. Hello Sunshine also wants to launch and highlight other women-led NFT projects. If you're not familiar with World of Women, it's a collection of 10,000 
women NFTs, it had a mint price of 0.07 back in uh, July of 2021. Um, lots of celebrities have gotten into this one. And Guy Osiri, who also has a deal with Board 8 Yacht Club, was signed as the representative um, of World of Women. So, you know, no surprise that media was coming here. Um, this project has shot up in value. I mean, just insane. It's It's got to be getting close to at least being considered a blue chip at this point. And Brian, uh, so we're at 9.25 ETH floor now. It actually came down over the last 24 to 48 hours. How about this media deal, though? I mean, movies and TV and coming from Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoon, uh, it's the same company that actually uh, produces The Morning Show, which is a show on uh, Apple <clears throat> TV with it's Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, so that's one I've watched. So I know the company. What do you think of this media deal? Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's it's enormous. And I'm, I'm very excited about it because it's going to lead to a lot of stuff um, in the NFT space. I mean... Uh, this isn't, we're not going to break this news or anything yet, but we do have some interesting uh, guests lined up coming soon that have other uh, TV shows and, uh, you know, different production values uh, tied to it that we're pretty excited to uh, talk about. And I'll fill you that in later because I don't know if I want to worry, uh, want to ruin anything or if I'm even allowed to really talk about it yet. So, but. There's a lot of stuff happening in this space, and uh, it's really exciting. And this deal itself, I think, is going to spearhead just so many new, crazy, great projects and different ways. It's going to disrupt the media industry as a whole. So I'm super excited. I think it's great news. I think we could talk about this for hours. Yeah, and maybe we'll do a special episode sometime. So, Brian, that that uh, new show that you were talking about, maybe when that one gets announced, Maybe we do an episode talking about all the NFTs related to uh, TV shows or movies. Because, I mean, we have this one now with World of Women. We have Board 8 Yacht Club signed that talent deal. Um, CryptoPunk signed a talent deal. So maybe they announce film um, or TV show eventually. And our friends at Robotos, um, they have an animated series coming with the Robotos and the RoboPets. So, I mean, there's a lot to like in that space and a very exciting time ahead. Um, NFL All Day, which is from Dapper Labs. It's, uh, you know, uh, the same company that brought NBA Top Shot. So if you were with us a couple weeks ago, I know Brian wasn't, but I'm sure he was, you know, watching from the sidelines. I opened up a pack of NFL All Day moments. So there was three moments in that pack. I have a couple unopened packs that I'll be opening uh -oh. on future episodes. So if you want to see me open those, definitely let me know in the chat right now and hit me up on Twitter. I was able to score a pack on Friday, which will have a rare or legendary moment inside of it, along with eight others, including some Super Bowl moments. But the marketplace for NFL All Day is going live today, Brian. So that was something I said last week was, NFL All Day launched these packs, but you weren't able to sell the moments. And now the NFL season is over. So are they losing some of that momentum? Well, with the marketplace launching today, we'll get to see real fast whether, you know, these have high volume of transactions, if the price drops on them, if people are making more money than they spent on the packs, etc. So I have a rare Patrick Mahomes uh, numbered to 1,200. And last I looked, Brian, the lowest listed price was $1,400. 
Um, so I will be following along because I don't know if I want to hold on to this Mahomes or sell it today. Um, I kind of want to see what we get for uh, volume. What do you think the yeah. all-day marketplace opening today? You think we see a surge today <clears throat> and we reach peak, or you think this will, uh, you know, happen over the next couple weeks? Ooh, I don't know. It's really interesting to even think about because it's new, and this is like a a kind of a trading practice, if if you will, that's much older than NFTs. But now that we've tokenized it and made it digital, it's a whole new ballpark. But it, I can't say either way, but I can say that I I bet you it's going to gain a lot of traction. And I think over time, we're going to see a lot more volume and interest in this whole aspect because there's already, I mean, there's YouTube videos that are uh, directly made just for opening packages. I've seen people where they, they accidentally drop a card and it's like $50,000 and, you know, nothing looks bad about it, but because they, they dropped it on video, it's now the value has tanked three-fourths of what it was worth. <laughs> It's just crazy. I don't know. But yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of interest and we'll see a lot more um, value in these than we do now. And, you know, as soon as it's launched. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. And the other thing to watch is, you know, NBA Top Shot has done a real good job of doing like collections and challenges. So like right now during the NBA season, if you like collect the top scorers of every night, you may get an extra pack. Um, you know, they're, they're going to tie in some fantasy football into this over the next season. So, I mean, today and the next couple of days could be the days to, you know, snatch up some of these low priced moments and, and sit on them until next year. Cause I don't know if the values are going to skyrocket, you know, necessarily now, but I think we're going to see increased volume when the NFL season starts, you know, in September. So something to keep an eye on there as well. All right. Well, let's move on. Up next, we have the Women Tribe, which we talked about last week. They had their mint and their reveal. So Eva Longoria, who hosted a Spaces with the team, she put out a tweet showing off some of her Women Tribe. There you can see them on screen. Um, this has a uh, floor of 0.329, and I was hoping it would come down a little bit. Um, I wanted to get one of these, but uh, right now, just sitting on the sideline, I wasn't able to mint these. Um, but now that we have the reveal, I mean, I'm going through some of the images. They're real cool, uh, look kind of, you know, earthy, some vibrant colors. Brian, what do you think of uh, Women Tribe now that we have the reveal out here? The, like you said, I like the colors. I like how um, <clears throat> how they kind of pop. And I think I've said it earlier. I really like the pastel colors, but I like how this has kind of a neon um, aspect to it and a little bit almost cyberpunk mixed with uh, that pastel kind of edge. I, I like the artwork a whole lot. I think it's really unique compared yeah, to I mean, how other ones are. Yeah, and it's not a guarantee, right, that all women-led NFT projects are going to, you know, run, right, just because that has been a trend lately. But with a floor price of 0.32, this does offer, you know, a little bit uh, better entry point than some of these other women-led NFT projects. So definitely one on my radar, um, you know, and I'll be looking at some of these traits uh, now that that mint and reveal is done. All right. Well, guys, let us know if you are watching live right now. Again, shout out to all our live viewers on YouTube. Let us know in the chat. The chat is, is rather quiet today. We'd love to hear from you. And if you're listening to us or watching this after the fact, let us know. Hit Brian and I up on Twitter or leave a comment on this YouTube video. We want to know where all our loyal fans are 
and maybe let us know where you're listening or watching from so we can see that global audience that we have. Brian, I think it's time to get into, you know, today's big subject, right, is play to earn NFT gaming. And I'm so excited that over the weekend, I found out from our friends at FTX, who of course are sponsoring this episode, that they are launching a brand new gaming uh, platform, right? So this is going to be FTX Gaming, which is going to provide complete solutions for companies and projects seeking to grow in Web3. So they're recognizing the monetization efforts of NFTs and Web3. And the, um, the head of FTX Gaming said, there's a future where 2 billion gamers get to own what they earn and we want to help build it. So they're calling the new segment FAAS or FTX as a service. Hmm. Um, they're going to offer an end-to-end solution of their core product to launch NFTs and tokens, a custodial wallet with non-custodial integrations, primary and secondary trading compliance and licensing and more. So I like that they're, you know, really being that back end behind the scenes thing behind the thing supporter uh, for some of these gaming companies or these NFT projects, right? So um, they obviously see huge growth ahead in NFTs and gaming. Um, This is huge news and they have some job postings and in those they're looking for software engineers and people with, uh, you know, a specific familiarity to Unity Game Engine from Unity Software. Unity Game Engine is one of the biggest gaming platforms out there responsible for, you know, helping build uh, around 50% of the top downloaded games. Um, FTX launched a $100 million blockchain gaming fund in November. And of course, FTX raised $400 million in January when they were valued at 32 billion dollars brian i just said a whole lot of stuff i'll let you chime in now ftx gaming what do you think of this um i mean you pretty much laid it out word for word what needs to be said i think it's really exciting i think like you said uh unity is one of the biggest um software engines to build uh software platforms to build software um that there is out there and it Almost every game that you've ever played, anyone's ever played, has somewhat been either influenced or built by Unity. So that's going to be big. Um, I think that they have actually been in the, the, I guess, web, not really Web3, but the crypto space because people have integrated uh, Web3 or NFTs or blockchain technology into video games for a while now um, relative to how old blockchain technology is. So it's going to be exciting to see this go mainstream. Of course, anything FTX does or touches, there's going to be a lot of money that's going to be put into it. So you know that there's going to be a lot of um, uh, skilled professionals that are going to be building on this platform. And there's going to be a lot of resources that they have available to them to make it as good as it possibly can be. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And we're in a, a really cool time and era, era that um, we're about to see some of you know, the most influential technologies be built, be it gaming or uh, tokenizing of assets and stuff like that. And plus, video games are so mainstream now. Unlike whenever I was a kid, you were kind of a nerd or even though it was fun to play video games, you were kind of nerdy if you played all the time, which I still did. But now it's cool and people are making, you know, prof- our professional athletes are 
uh, esports game gamers, and they're making millions of dollars. So having this be tied into it with all that money and revenue and high popularity, who knows where we're gonna be? And it's awesome that we're having some of the biggest names in crypto and the gaming space and gaming development mashed together. So we'll see some cool things come from it. Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, again, you know, I use the phrase that our CEO and founder likes to use with some stocks and some companies, the thing behind the thing, companies that help power other companies, you know, behind the scenes. And to me, that's what I see FTX doing here with its gaming platform. I mean, we all know FTX as a cryptocurrency, you know, platform. We know it as a growing NFT marketplace for Ethereum and Solana. And now we're going to get to know it as you know, a gaming platform, they're not going to necessarily build out their own games, right? They're going to provide that infrastructure for companies wanting to launch games. And there is such an unmet need right now in this space. And, and that's why I'm excited. And again, I mean, if FTX was public, if OpenSea was public, if Looks Rare was public, those are the types of companies that I'd be investing in, right? Be because they're not a one trick pony, right? Yeah. We're going to see some of these different NFT projects come and go, right? It's it, it's part of what it is. It's unfortunate, but a lot of them will not be around a couple years from now, right? Yeah. And your NFTs of those projects may lose a ton of value, right? But the ones that stick around are going to be the ones that engage with their communities, provide utility, and the companies that are going to benefit the most are these companies like FTX that are working as a platform, as a infrastructure play. So I, I like this move by FTX. And the other thing I'll say, Brian, I mean, I, I was a big video gamer as a kid. Um, you know, I, I like to play some mobile games now. And, you know, some of those games cost money. A lot of them are free. But the more time you spend, you can, you know, level up your character. You can earn rewards in the game. Well, what do you have to show for it a lot of times, right? You yeah. can't sell your character. You can't sell, you know, in-game items unless if you, you know, sell your whole account. Um, you know, I remember when Pokemon Go was huge, right? And I played that and people were selling their whole accounts, right? So you could get, you know, an account with a bunch of legendaries and, yeah. uh, you know, complete your Pokedex. But what if they had a marketplace in there, right, where you earn along the way and you're able to sell those items? That's massive. And it's going to increase engagement. If you're a gaming company and you have a way for people to earn, you're going to have people want to play it. I just feel like that's a fact. And the the big companies that I know working in this space that we've talked about, Brian, uh, Ubisoft and Zynga, right? And mm -hmm. I, I think we're going to see more gaming companies get there but i mean i just think ftx is ahead of the game here and we're gonna get more announcements of gaming partners out of them uh what do you think brian i mean when you play games would you love the ability to you know sell some of that stuff that you earn along the way and maybe uh you know make some money to where you can spend it in game <clears throat> or elsewhere i think that'd be cool yeah absolutely especially if you spend a lot of time and work and uh what's uh, maybe why you're doing it is to create this uh, extra source of income or it be your main source of income. Yeah. That, I think that's a great um, way to do that. I think it's awesome to be able to sell, you know, sell your work and what time you put hours into it. Instead of just collecting it for a hobby, you can make it, you know, a living. And Brian, I do see a question here in the chat um, from uh, black Buddha, which I'm guessing. So it says, I totally agree with you. 
but why are gamers so mad about NFT earnings? So my guess here is that, you know, there's been this uh, old adage for a while, right, uh, Brian, of, you know, uh, uh, play to win or pay to win, right? Mm -hmm. Where people who have a lot of money can buy items and essentially they can win because they have the best items. So that would be the unfortunate side of, you know, NFTs in the marketplace is that, yes, you're going to be able to buy items and possibly have a leg up on the competition, but that's kind of, you know, a free market society within the games. And to me, again, you know, a game like Fortnite, you pay 10 or $15 for a skin that doesn't give you an advantage in the game. It's just, you know, an aesthetic thing. I would much rather have an advantage if I spent the $10 or $15, right? Like that, Mm. that, that's, that's me. I mean, maybe I'm on the, you know, the minority side here, but that, that's what I think. I mean, Brian, what do you think? If you're spending 10, um, 15 bucks on a skin? Well, I mean, I think, uh, I might be wrong, but in my opinion, I think that's more geared towards younger kids, like, uh, where, you know, it matters what your character actually looks like as opposed to what advantages it gives you because, like hell i'd ever pay 20 dollars just for a skin for to make my character look good because either you're in first person mode so it doesn't really matter or it's just showing off online that doesn't matter to me but like you said i mean i still i'm not gonna pay 20 dollars to get myself an advantage in a video game if there's like a way to earn it and even if there wasn't i wouldn't really care that much about it but i know that um paying for like some sort of service or utility that it brings besides just cosmetic or subjectively you know makes yourself look better i wouldn't do that but yeah if i if i get like an unlimited gun or instead of having to crank out 10 15 20 hours on a game to get a certain loot box i can pay nine dollars for it and get all the guns that would have taken me like you know a month to get then yeah that that would make sense but not just for some aesthetic or if it gives me no value and you know gives me some advantage rather no yeah, you know, so uh, th- there's definitely a, a ton of work here, um, you know, in the gaming space, but I just really feel like, you know, we're early still. And again, uh, you know, I think that uh, gaming is a big area for NFTs to, to tackle. Um, and yeah, uh, we don't want you to spend that much on skins either, Chelly. Uh, that's a lot of money. Um, shout out to Chelly here in the chat, <laughs> one of our one of our loyal viewers. And yes, Alyssa is here um, and is the best NFT producer, to be honest. I, I would agree. And I think Brian would as well. Um, so shout out to Alyssa. All right. Well, let's get into some play to earn games then, Brian. So there are some that are already out and that are being built, um, you know, aside from this big news. So probably the most well-known Play to earn game is Axie Infinity, and it really took the world, and I, <laughs> I mean world, right, global scale by storm last year, right? We got people in some countries uh, earning a living, right, playing and breeding with their Axies. So in Axie Infinity, there, there's a couple ways to earn money. Um, you need three Axies to play the game, and you start accumulating the two tokens, SLP and AXS. And then you can breed your axes. So if you have two axes that haven't been bred much before, you pay four AXS and an amount of SLP that scales along the way. So then, you know, you've got a waiting period as you get those axes. There's obviously a lot that goes into this. I'm not an expert on axe, but I do want to share. I mean, Brian, 
we got massive news that Axie Infinity passed the $4 billion sales volume milestone. $4 billion in transactions for that game. Um, And that came less than five months after they hit the $2 billion sales milestone in September. So in five months, $2 billion more. Um, There's 166,870 Axies in the game. Over 45,000 owners, 1.9 million transactions. Um, and, and Brian, I, I mean, to, to point out how massive Axie Infinity is, is it's actually the third largest NFT marketplace with $4.14 billion. OpenSea, $21.85 billion. Looks Rare, $16.85 billion. And then Axie is third on the list. Um so their in-game currency, I mean, surged in, in, in price in 2021, right? It hit a high of 165.37. It now trades at 48.82. Axie ranks uh, first all time, beating out CryptoPunks and Board Ape Yacht Club, which of course have a much smaller collection size. We did see Axie drop 40% in sales volume last week, but it still was on that top 10. And I saw news out that this week that Axie uh, announced a partnership with Bit2Me, which will help grow the brand in Southern Europe and Latin America. So it doesn't look like Axie is going away anytime soon. Brian, I still haven't played Axie. I really want to. Um, you know, having to own three uh, when they were around $250 each, I shied away from it. But I think you can actually get it much cheaper now. Um, so I'll definitely uh, be taking a look at Axie now um, and, and maybe play it just just to say I played it and maybe to earn a little along the way. What do you think? Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's really cool. Um, we've had uh, on Moon or Bus, we had one of the co-creators of Axie on and it, it was kind of crazy just to see him or just to speak with him and talk with him. And that was right when they were first blowing up. And that was what, two, three billion dollars ago. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just, yeah, this game taking the world by storm. It's awesome. It's, it really revolutionized the, um, play to earn. And they even, whenever they first started, they made it, you know, a little bit more fair where people didn't, weren't priced out from playing. And then once that it blew up, they even, uh, brought it down another peg. So even though people were priced out, they made it a little bit more fair and they keep doing that as it grows and it's just really cool to see that the, the they care about the community and see what this game single-handedly has done for other play-to-earn NFT games and just kind of revolutionized gaming as a whole and, you know, disrupted it from its core. It's pretty neat. Yeah, you know, definitely. it. Uh, it it's really cool to see what Axie has done. It's been really successful. And again, you know, along with that being said, I, I just want to play it. I want to experience it, uh, you know, so I can say that I, I played it and whether or not that means I, you know, earn money along the way, but it, it's really cool to see. And they really kind of helped pioneer the, the play to earn in the NFT space. And the fact that it's still so massively popular, you know, all these mm-hmm. months later is a testament to their success. So shout out to Axie. Uh Brian, this next one I'm excited to talk about, but it's another one that I still am in the middle of doing more research on, you know, for myself to play. And it is the horse racing game, photo finish game based on 
um, Solana. And if you were with us when we interviewed Solana Legend, it was one of the five Solana projects that he said he liked best. It is like the Zed run of Solana, and it is being developed by several former employees at Electronic Arts. I mean, Brian, speaking of video games, Electronic Arts, one of the largest gaming studios out in there. The game. And, and, yeah, get in the game. And they brought a lot of people over to this game from EA. They've already built a live simulator that's been used by media companies, including CNBC. They also launched a mobile game previously that didn't have the play-to-earn mechanics. So they already have proven success. Um, they minted their mail studs in September for around $70. When we had Legend on, he said that the mail studs were going for $600 each. Um, when I looked, Brian, I think the cheapest horse I could get was a, a little under $800. Um, so we're already starting to see this go up. And remember, the, the game hasn't launched yet, but they did just start breeding. Um, so that's an important element, right? That they're doing breeding already before the game launches. They have a unique breeding system where, you know, those horses can only breed a certain number of times. I don't know if you ever played Zed Run, Brian, but that, that was one of the biggest takeaways for me was that breeding, you could breed each horse three times a, a month and, and their supply has just been so massive now that the, the valuation has also dropped, right? Because mm -hmm. now that you have so many horses, everyone can own one. There's no longer a scarcity uh, of supply. So I like what Photo Finish is doing here um, with their game. You're also going to be able to, you know, obviously race <coughs> your, horse, your horses against each other. There's going to be a token you can earn. There's just so much to this game. And also, you know, the fact that it's not going to be on Ethereum, those transactions are going to be a little bit cheaper. It's going to be faster. Brian, I know you were a fan of this project when Legend was on. Have you done any more research um, or is this something, you know, that you're still interested in here with Photo Finish? Um, so I've done a little bit more in, uh, research and I did try to buy a horse, but I was priced out. <clears throat> um, I couldn't actually figure out how to like utilize it and play it, which I really wanted to. And I did get to the point where I kind of gave up. So I was hoping that maybe we could run through it on a show on how to play and actually use some of these games maybe later this week or next, you know, on an upcoming show to show users like this is how some of these work. And especially this one, because I think this is one of the cooler ones, especially being on Solana and being, you know, you have the little gas fees, like you said, you can um, breed them. And so there's more, uh, in, there's more of them out there that you can own. I, I really like this one. I'm still interested in it. I'm in no means, um, you know, uh, written off the game. So I, I'm all about it. I don't know much more about it though, but yeah, I love it. All right. Well, if you're watching us live, let me know in the chat. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it today, Brian, but mm -hmm. should I buy an $800, uh, virtual racehorse, um, in the future? I want to know, let me know because you yes, know, you that, right now. <laughs> yeah, I know Brian's going to say yes. Um, and I know some of you guys out there are going to say yes, but uh, we'll have to do this on a future episode where I dive into the world of photo finish. Again, I do have some experience with Zed Run. Um, I never owned a ton of horses over there. And, you know, the breeding by the time I got in again, it just wasn't as successful in, you know, valuation because the supply had increased so much over time. 
Um, but yeah, so photo finish next on the list for play to earn. And then we move over to one we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, Sky Weaver, which is a free to play trading card game from Horizon Blockchain Games. So this is a, a, a TCG, right? Similar to Magic the Gathering or Pokemon oh, yeah, trading cards. Cool. I did play this one. This you did see, yeah. yeah. So I downloaded it. I've played it. Um, I haven't earned any of the NFTs yet. I'm working <laughs> my way up through. I'm working my way up through those battles, Brian, because uh-huh. I I, I want to earn them, right? I want that uh that reward at the end. I want to be able to to sell them or you know say that I have some NFTs here. But it's a really cool game and it's kind of addicting. Um, you know, the matches take, you know, anywhere from like five to 15 minutes, which is kind of a nice in, in terms of time, right? You can do it, you know, at night or, you know, after work. Um, it, yeah. It's not going to take you hours, right? You can do one game at a time or you can play a, a couple back to back, right? And try yeah, to. Like I said, I love uh, Hearthstone and yep. uh, Magic. I, I, Played Magic a lot in uh, high school, and then as an adult, a little bit dabbled back in, but it wasn't as fun because I have as many people. But I, I love Hearthstone to play every now and again, and this is a lot like that. But it has the, um, you know, the blockchain NFT Ethereum mix into it, so I love it because I nerd out about anything that has to do with uh, Solidity and blockchain technology. So I, I really like this. This is one of my favorite ones too, and I haven't. I just like you haven't played it. I've been going through the tutorials. I haven't won anything yet. But I've been taking my time and just dabbling when I have time. I don't have much while I'm working, but it is a lot of fun. And I love the aspect. I love how the gameplay works. And I'm all about it for sure. Yeah. And, you know, again, it, it's not, you know, something you have to spend a ton of time in. It's not something where you got to, you know, read through a huge white paper. If you do those tutorials, um, you know, you you pretty much learn it and, they released some gold cards recently. They actually partnered with OpenSea where they did a drop there where you could uh, buy some rare cards. So I feel like that's going to be something to watch too, um, you know, as they kind of cross promote with uh, OpenSea and some of these platforms. Um, the chief storyteller uh, recently did an interview um, with NFT Insider. I haven't uh, listened or watched that yet. Um, but that's something maybe I want to take a look at, right, and see, you know, what is the plan of growth here? I have seen quite a few people playing it, you know, on Twitch or on YouTube, um, playing live. And, and again, they kind of do it leagues at a time, right? So uh, those gold cards that you can earn, they reset every so often. And then those gold cards will never be available again. So there's going to be a scarcity there. Once the season ends, if you were able to earn a silver card or a gold card, you know, if you wait to sell it until it's no longer, you know, earnable, I think you're going to see valuation go up. So here you can see some people, uh, you know, playing this game and, you know, Brian, again, play to earn, right? If I'm playing a mobile game, uh, I'd love to get something in return, right? If I'm spending hours, you know, yeah, it's fun but it's also more fun and more rewarding if I have mm-hmm. something in my wallet to show for it. Right. hundred percent. All right. Well, so that was of course, Skyweaver. Um, and I do have an article out on Benzinga talking more about that. Um, I want to turn to uh, another one here that I don't have all the information yet. It's one I've been researching for a time. I remember when they um, did their mint of their first round, 
uh, on OpenSea, Galaxy Fight Club. So if you don't know Galaxy Fight Club, uh, mint pr- or, uh, floor price right now on OpenSea, 0.49, a collection of 10,000. But this is kind of cool. It's going to connect some different um, NFT collections. Uh, it's going to be a cross-platform player versus player fighting game where holders of different NFT collections can battle with each other to win and earn rewards. Um, they have the G coin is their token. Um, it's a cross IP cross platform. It's really going to be like one of the first um, to do what they want to do. And they really are taking after um, uh, uh, Nintendo, right? They call themselves kind of the super smash brothers of the world. And they've already partnered with, you know, uh, board Ape yacht club, Chris, uh, crypto punks, uh, Deadheads, Animetas, um, and, and some other groups, BYO Pills. Um, so it's really cool. And again, they sold out of those fighters, um, but I'm still looking at them. And again, that floor price, 0.49, it's really not that bad um, for a you know play-to-earn game that is growing. And I saw some of their big investors, right? Um, they've got uh, some decent names involved. And, uh, you know, it, there's just a lot to like about this game as it comes up. Brian, what do you think of Galaxy Fight Club, the Nintendo of NFT uh, play-to-earn games here? I don't know too much about it. <clears throat> I'm actually trying to look uh, look through it right now. Um, it looks really, it looks a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> like I, I think I mentioned just earlier, the gaming aspect of uh, crypto blockchain NFTs is not something I do- really dove into in- until recently. And this is definitely one of the games that I can see myself spending a lot of time on. I, I hope to see more of these games go to like mobile apps. Um, there are a couple that I do. like. There's one I play uh, called Upland, but it's not really a game you play. You just kind of buy properties and you hold them and pretty much stake uh, in one form or the other that's on mobile. But if I can get more of these on mobile, I, I definitely play them a whole lot, uh, a whole lot more. And this one looks a lot of fun. And I, I like the aspect. I like the with this. Uh, I, I don't know if it's turn based or not, but I do think this one looks like fun and I could enjoy it. Yeah, I was thinking it was turn-based, but based on the trailer, it almost looks like it's it's not here. And Brian, it does say on their website, uh, download our game for iOS or Android. So it is going to be mobile. Um, 3v3 team tournaments and 10-person battle royales also coming, where you can earn more Mm G-coins and also earn Ethereum. Um, so, I mean, if you play this game and you get good enough, uh, you can actually participate in some, some tournaments, right? So that's pretty cool. I like the fact that they've already partnered, you know, with some of these different, uh, cyber Kongs and wicked craniums also, um, are partners. Uh, they don't have a, you know, date. That's the only drawback, right? Is there still you know, really working on getting this out. Um, They'll have uh, alpha test and beta testing later this year. You can sign up on their website to try to get early access. Um, You know, this is just exciting, right? Another game that combines all the elements of, you know, uh, play to earn along with mobile games and kind of the freemium model. And I really like the fact that, yeah, you're going to be able to, you know, play it, have fun, and also possibly 
earn along the way. So uh, for anyone watching or listening, that's Galaxy Fight Club. Uh, again, a project that uh, minted uh, a while ago, it kind of lost steam and I haven't heard a ton of news about it, but it's one that's definitely been on my radar um, since they minted out in August. Uh, so again, I mean, uh, a while in terms of NFTs, right? In August 2021 mint, um, but 0.49 floor price. I think we're early here, um, not financial advice before this game launches. So uh yeah, Galaxy Fight Club, check it out if you have not. Um, Brian, last on my list here, we have uh, Krabata. So Krabata, you heard me say in the top 10, right? This is based on the Avalanche blockchain. And it's another one that maybe we're early to, right? Because the game hasn't launched. Uh, they, their motto is mine, loot, breed, and battle. Um, and if we pull up down at the bottom of their website, I believe is the roadmap and it's got kind of a timetable, um, I believe of specific things. Yeah, there is their roadmap. Um, if we can zoom in. So fourth quarter 2021 is done. We're in the first quarter 2022. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot to like about this project, Brian, because they've got a ton of events happening this year as they build out that game. And as I said, the fact that this has been on the top 10 for two straight weeks, I think is showing strength in this project. So again, Avalanche was not on my radar, but it is definitely now um, with this Krabata game. What do you think? <clears throat> 90%. Yeah, Avalanche is booming. They're Them and Solana are taking on Ethereum by storm, by force. Um, sooner or later, I think that they're going to definitely match uh, what Ethereum is doing. And uh, uh, like... They're already steps ahead because they're they're fully proof of stake as opposed to um, Ethereum and the the ETH 2.0 or whatever the new ETH name is um, is still in launching mode, which is going to take a while. It, I think we're going to see a lot more of these happening, and I'm all for it and all excited about it. It's awesome. Not Definitely. complaining, Chris. Not <laughs> complaining one bit. Definitely. Well, I pulled up the Krabata marketplace just to take a look, Brian, because I was thinking, you know, hey, uh, maybe, um, you know, I can start buying up some of these NFTs. And according to this, it's sorted lowest to highest price. The lowest that I see is $1,605 um, for one of these uh, crab looking uh, NFTs. So, Brian, that's a decent price. Um, it looks like uh, this thing, uh, people are interested in it. And again, I want to do some more research on it. If anyone out there plays Krabata, please let us know in the chat or hit me up on Twitter. I do want to learn more about this game. Maybe we'll work on getting that team to come on for an interview as well. Again, Brian, as we try to diversify, not just Ethereum, right? I want exposure. I've got flow. I've got Solana and now Avalanche on radar here as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is going to do it for our five play to earn NFTs uh, to watch. Um, we hope that everyone enjoyed this segment. We're going to be trying to do more top five and top 10 list, right? And we can also clip that out. We can do an article. We can do a shorter video. I think it provides good education. So if you're watching us, let us know in the chat. Did you enjoy, you know, doing this top five list uh, to get, you know, Brian and I's thoughts on some projects to watch? And speaking of projects to watch, Brian, 
we talked about the upcoming mint schedule last week. And I do just want to bring up some of these projects again, because we have a big, big week ahead. Um, so we already had the mutant bats event happen. If you owned a uh, crypto bat, you could bite one of the partnered NFT projects. Um, and now there is a mutant bats collection on OpenSea. I believe the floor was under one. We also have a big event tonight, Brian. I don't know if you saw this. We're getting a mega mutant reveal for a mm -hmm. board ape and mutant ape yacht club. Someone is finally using one of those mega serums. They'll be doing a live video uh, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We also got the launch uh, yesterday of Sneaky Vampirus Syndicate for 0.16 ETH. Um, that is from Sneaky Vampire Syndicate. The floor right now, Brian, 0 0.209. So not that much higher than the mint price. So I'm definitely watching this one. This is, you know, a way to get into that sneaky vampire society um, through the vampiruses here. And they have not revealed, Brian, right? So there is the potential that you buy one at the floor and it ends up being rare. I, I did love the artwork here on the vampirus so another one to watch and then turning to this week we have star catchers minting today at 0.111 ethereum a collection of 10,000. it is one of the most hyped projects out there um so there is going to be a, a gas war likely so i will be waiting to see kind of where these land at um after the mint and then we also have the doggies from Snoop, D-O-double-G, the Sandbox Avatars. The pre-sale is today um, at 10 p.m. UTC, the public sale tomorrow. And the reveal is happening on Thursday. Fingers crossed that you get, you know, a rare dog or alien. <coughs> um, and those cost 150 sand plus Ethereum for gas. Um, so sand price right now is 309. So these are around $450 for these avatars. Um, Brian, do you think these uh, Snoop Dogg avatars, the doggies, you think those sell out super fast between today and tomorrow? No, 100% yes. <clears throat> no question. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you'll be able to play them in the avatar. They're gonna be, you're gonna be able to be in a music video, right? Not you yes. personally. And like you, you're, you're tied avatar. to it, so you technically are. I mean, that's your property so that's yep done definitely and then also today we have dented feels um which is at 2 22 p.m today so it actually happened during the show their pre um, <coughs> sale there is a total of 11,111 0.11 ETH and then tomorrow invisible friends minting 5,000 NFTs at 0.25 ETH Brian, an insane project, right? Invisible Friends. I think we see that absolutely just take off tomorrow. It's one of those floors that I could see hitting, you know, a couple ETH right away. And then we have Weather Report, which is the project from the former artist uh, that's doing dented feels. Um, they are launching on the 24th. And then Wonder Pals launching on the 26th, which is Saturday, 10,000 at a 0.08 ETH mint price. And then also one to throw on the radar because our show is, of course, called The Roadmap. We like when projects have a roadmap, but sometimes they also release a new updated roadmap, right? 
So we have a collection out there called Alien Friends, um, which minted, I don't even remember how long ago, but they will be releasing uh, their Roadmap 2.0 two months ago. December was their mint, it looks like. They will be releasing Alien Friends Roadmap 2.0 on March 3rd, Brian, which is next week, Thursday. So as always, not financial advice, but when these projects tend to list a new roadmap, you tend to see some volume pour in, right? Either mm -hmm. good or bad, wouldn't you say? Yes, 100%. I think this will definitely uh, pump that up a little bit. <clears throat> and, and on the backside, of course, Brian, it, it'll probably get pumped up going into the roadmap. And if people do not like that roadmap, what happens on the back end? The project could fall because people likely will want to, you know, get a ton of new stuff, right? They want to be rewarded and we'll see if Alien Friends, you know, what their plans are for the future. But this is one of those that, you know, was minted in December. It was kind of in that PFP phase. I did see some people use these on Twitter as their PFP, but the project has lost some momentum and, you know, maybe Roadmap 2.0 helps bring that back in. I haven't taken a look at the sales volume of this project recently. It looks like it's been pretty flat um, to start 2022. It did have a good little pump at the start of January. Um, but yeah, we will see what happens with that roadmap release next week. That's what's on our radar. Uh, as always, guys, if there's anything you're watching, let us know in the chat. I think we did have one that someone pointed out when we were talking about play to earn games. Um, if we can find that comment. Nifty League Degens is a great working NFT gaming multiplayer with live play to earn. I don't think I know Nifty League. I think I looked it up. I did see something about this on uh, Twitter today and looked into it. It's pretty interesting. I don't know a lot of information, so I'm not going to dive into it. <clears throat> but it's weird that someone mentioned this because I, I realized... Uh, I recognize the uh, Nifty Lee Degen's uh, name, and I thought that was pretty cool. So they read your mind. You know, I have Ryan. seen this. Yeah, read your mind. I pulled up OpenSea, and I see a floor price of zero point five seven. Um, get ready to brawl. Nifty League is one of the first NFT gaming platforms set to change the way NFTs and games are experienced. That is something we've been talking about, right? Oh, these are they're pixel pixel art style there they are um yeah this looks pretty cool brian uh mm -hmm. another one to put on the radar for uh play to earn games and i do like when they have you know a floor price under one um you know so uh you know once we hit one if it's not a project that i'm fully invested in or fully committed to i, I tend to stay away um just because of the opportunity cost out there but uh, 0 0.5 range um, is definitely interesting. And yeah, this roadmap here. Uh, so shout out to the chat for letting us know about this one. Definitely uh, on radar now. 100%. All right. It. Well, time flies. It looks like that is going to do it here for our Tuesday episode. As always, let us know in the chat if you enjoyed today's episode. And again, if you liked that top five segment for play to earn games that you should watch. And then also the calendar, which is so important to talk about upcoming mints at the end of the episode. We will be back tomorrow. 
2 p.m. Eastern time. And as always, uh, you know, stay tuned. We got pre-market prep at the close coming up where Joel and Spencer will break down all the top stories and trends for stocks and crypto. I know that there is so much going on in the world right now. We did have a speech from Joe Biden, and we, of course, have all the world news out there. A question here from Russell. What was the first one you mentioned? Um, was it Star Catchers? Was the first one that I mentioned for uh, today for upcoming mints? I hope that is uh, the answer to your question, Russell. Star Catchers, February 22nd. All right. Brian, anything else uh, to, to leave us off on today? <clears throat> nope. I can't wait for tomorrow. See what else we got in store. All right. And as always, uh, Brian and I will be doing some research into some of these play to earn projects. You never know when we might uh, be playing them live on screen and when, you know, my horse stable decides to uh, kick off in high <laughs> gear here. So uh, take care, everyone. Uh, stay tuned and we will catch you tomorrow. Yes, sir.